podcast number one, early intermediate, light speed Spanish, and this is the present perfect. Hola, buenas. Hola, Gordon. ¿Cómo estás? Yo, muy bien. ¿Y tú? Fenomenal. Me alegro. Me alegro. Um, Cynthia, today, um, in the early intermediate, we're talking about the present perfect tense. Now, I know that um, for many people, when we talk about the names of tenses, it kind of gets a little bit blurry because people aren't familiar with the names of these, these tenses, although they use them every day. So, how would we describe the present perfect tense? In English, what is it? The present perfect tense is the I have eaten, you okay. have cooked, is the verb to have plus the past participle. Right. Okay, now, um, I know probably lots of um, students know the verb to have as tener, yeah? Uh, and that's to have. But this verb to have isn't tener, is it? No, to have tener is more to have got, like a possession. To have ownership of yeah, something. Yeah, to have ownership, yeah. yeah. I have um, a car, I have a house. Mm -hmm. I tend to say to students if they can't say I have got in the sentence, if they can't put the got, sure. then it's likely that it's going to be the present perfect. Okay, so the, so the verb to have in the present perfect, to have done something, is the verb... Haber. Haber. Ah, okay. Haber. Now, haber doesn't conjugate like a normal verb. It's, it, you know, where you have the O and the end and then the S. It actually is a little bit strange. How does haber co uh, conjugate? Haber goes yo he. Yo he. Plus the following verb. Uh-huh. Tu has. Tu has, you have. Mm -hmm. Plus the verb. El o ella ha. El, ella ha, which is he or she has, okay. Plus the verb. Mm -hmm. Nosotros hemos. Nosotros hemos, we have. Mm -hmm. Vosotros habéis. Vosotros habéis, you all have. And ellos han. Ellos han. Okay. Um... But that's not all there is to it. That's the beginning, isn't it? I have, you have, and then done something. Now you mentioned the word, the past participle. Now again, this is all these all fluff kind of expressions that mm -hmm. most people don't understand. Um, but the part, past participle, we have exactly the same in English, don't we? Yes. Where where we have, um, I have eaten. So the verb to eat is to eat. To change it into what we call the past participle, it's eaten. So some of the verbs in English, for example, eaten, isn't a particularly standard one, but we get lots of, I have walked, I have talked, I have looked. So we get lots of words, mm -hmm. don't we? Which yes. is interesting for Spanish people to say, aren't they? Yeah, very easy. <laughs> we have no okay. problem whatsoever. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, so now I think uh, that the, the, the way of forming what we call this past participle, this walked, talked, looked, eaten, in Spanish is quite straightforward, isn't it? How does that work? To make the past participle in Spanish, you need to know if the verb you want to convert is an ar verb, ar ending, mm -hmm. or er ending, 
o ir ending. So, ar will be e-a. Sí. Er, i-a, and ir, i-a. I-a, okay. If it's an ar verb, like, mm -hmm. like for example, verbs are ar, comprar, hablar, hablar mm -hmm. you remove the ar part of the verb, of the infinitive, and you add ado. Okay. A-D-O. Uh -huh. So, hablar, for example, would be hablado. 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 And that would change to talk into talked. Talked, yeah. Mm -hmm. Or comprar mm -hmm. would be comprado. So, that would be to buy would be changed into bought. bought. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, if the verb is er, like comer, you would get rid of the er part. Mm -hmm. And you would put ido. Ido. Okay. So comer would be comido. Okay. So that would be to eat would be changed into eaten. Yes. Okay. And if the verb is an ir verb, like vivir, mm -hmm. we get rid of the ir mm -hmm. and we add ido as well. Ido. So, okay. so vivir would be vivido. Okay, so to live would change into lived. Mm -hmm. Okay, brilliant. So that seems quite straightforward. So hablar becomes hablado. Eh, comer becomes comido. And vivir becomes vivido. And so we, w what do we do then? We unite the, the verb with the, the front end, which is this, what we call, it's called auxiliary verb, this haber to yes. have but really lots of people call it the helper verb because it helps along the the sentence okay um, so for example how would we say I have spoken talked I've spoken with a friend okay so the first part I have and now we know it's not the verb tener because mm -hmm. it's the auxiliary verb because it needs the other one yeah. to make um, to have a meaning so that would be E or yo e, uh -huh. and then the following verb, as we know, um, is hablar. So we get rid of the r and we put ado. Okay. So it'll be hablado. So, so we'll have yo, yo e, e hablado. Hablado. And then the rest of the sentence con mi amigo. Vale. Okay. So that seems nice and straightforward. So uh, e hablado. Mm -hmm. I have spoken or I have talked, yeah. And then, for example, how would you how would you say he has eaten um, fish and chips, okay. for example? Right. So let's do that. Mm -hmm. So he has eaten. Right. So he has is el mm -hmm. a el a. And then eaten. So eaten comes from the verb comer. Mm -hmm. So get rid of the er. Put ido. Comido. So, él ha comido fish and chips. Okay, and you say that without accent, didn't yeah. you? <laughs> okay. So, uh, that goes, él ha comido fish and chips. Okay, so that's nice and straightforward too, isn't it? Um, and then, for example, let's say um, we have lived in Spain. Okay, so that would be we have, which is nosotros mm -hmm. hemos vivido en España. Okay. Nosotros hemos vivido en España. Exactly. Okay. Um, now, what's it, 
what's interesting about this tense is um, when I first learned it because it's so like English and so easy to use I used it everywhere I used it for yesterday I used it for last week I used <laughs> it for anything but what I discovered was that there were, there were three main things that you can use this tense for the first one is literally for what's called recent past for things that have happened today in the recent past not too far away you know for example oh i've i've um i've eaten with some friends today or i have i've been to the town center things like that okay um also when you're giving information just as in that we have lived in spain when you're giving information about yourself um, you can also use this tense. So it can be a long time ago. For example, we could have lived in Spain 20 years ago. So you, but you can still use this tense because it's giving information about yourself. Um, and the other way that you can do it is when you're talking about um, blocks of time and it tends to start with the word this um, or these. For example, this week has been great this month has been fantastic, this year has been phenomenal. Yeah. So in blocks of time. So I, I think, as far as I understand, that's the three areas that you can use this tense in. But it's most useful for today. Um, Cynthia, you wanted to talk a little bit about how it works, how this tense works with um, reflexive verbs. Yes, um, before saying that, I'd mm -hmm. like to mention that when I teach my students about the uh, present perfect they tend to pronounce they want to pronounce the h because ah, there's an yes. h mm -hmm. and it's a conflict in the in the english brain uh, sure. or, uh, because you tend to pronounce the h absolutely so they want to say your he or has um but as we know the h is silent uh -huh. in that's right in spanish yeah we never pronounce the h um, so you just go straight for the vowel. That's so right, eh, yeah. even if it sounds like just a vowel. Yeah. But that's that's what it is. E as a, hemos mm -hmm. habéis an. So okay. not her. And I noticed that the vowels and, and probably we've already touched on that in the beginners, but the vowels are very short because a lot of my students want to say a and as, but it's not. It's e, as, no. A. Exactly. Just one sound. Okay. That's great. Um, brilliant. So, um, reflexive verbs, how do they work with this tense? Reflexive verb. Okay, so if you want to make a sentence with a reflexive verb, which is the verbs, uh, the actions that you do to yourself, mm -hmm. um, you would put the pronoun before the verb. So, when you say pronoun, that's the, the little pronoun. reflexive bit, the me, yes. te, se, nos, os, se. Okay. Exactly. So you put that part before the verb to have. Okay. So, for example, if you want to say, um, I have... Hmm. Woken up. I have woken, I have up, woken at up at seven. At seven. Okay. So that would be, me he despertado a las siete. Okay. So, if you're talking about yourself and it's a reflexive verb, then you must just put me in front of that sense. That's the only me thing you need. Me despertado. Okay, well that makes sense. And then obviously what if, what if it was we have woken up at seven? Okay, so you put the reflexive pronoun f 
uh, for us. So, nos. 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 And then the rest of the sentence as usual. Nos hemos despertado a las siete. Okay. So, nos hemos despertado a las siete. Okay. And if it's a question, it's exactly the same. Nothing change, changes okay. in the sentence. When, when you use the present perfect, you just change the tonality. Okay. So, um, for example, I could say, he has eaten, ha comido, mm -hmm. or has he eaten, ha comido? Exactly. Okay. So, not, um, you don't have to change anything. Okay. Just the tone of voice. Yeah, that makes sense. So, uh, I, for example, um, we were talking about um, waking up at seven. Mm -hmm. So, me he despertado a las siete. Or I can say, me he despertado a las siete. Okay, That's so a question. Or, me he despertado a las siete. Ah, so, you can change the tone of voice, and it, but the sentence is still the same. Okay, all right. Okay, that's great. So, um, now... I know with this tense, uh, with the past participle, which is the 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 second part of the um, of the sentence, there are a number of um, what we call irregular uh, verbs. But that, for those um, who are interested in that, you'll hear us use them in a moment. Some of them, but they're in the uh, the notes if you wanted to see those. So, um, and the noise that that you've just heard there is is our dog. Okay, um, we have a white boxer dog called Chato and Chato is lying at our feet now and he seems to like to get involved in the uh, in the the podcast, uh, the podcast. <laughs> and he also likes to say hello by shaking his head sometimes or scratching or, or going click 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 as he walks across the floor so it's just his way of saying hello um, okay, okay so Gordon sí. ¿Qué has hecho esta semana? Esta semana pues esta semana Ha sido una semana muy interesante, ¿sí? Pero, eh, por ejemplo, esta mañana me he despertado a las eh, a las siete, a las siete menos cuarto. Uh, temprano. Muy temprano, sí, para mí muy temprano. Y luego um, me he lavado y me he vestido y luego he desayunado tostadas y un té uh, a las ocho perdón a, a, a las siete y media he salido de casa he tenido una clase de dos horas una clase de español y luego he vuelto a casa y he llegado a casa a las uh, a las diez y media, más o menos. Luego hemos hablado un poco, tú y yo, Cintia, y ahora estoy aquí grabando el podcast. ¿Y tú? ¿Qué has hecho hoy? Tú? Hoy. Pues hoy yo también me he levantado a las siete menos cuarto. Como yo. Sí, como tú, ¿eh? ¡Qué coincidencia! ¡Qué coincidencia! Sí. <risa> eh, me he lavado. Sí. Me he vestido. Y he paseado al perro. A Chato. Sí, a Chato. Uh -huh. Chato y yo 
hemos ido a dar un paseo por sí. nuestro pueblo. Ah, vale. A las ocho y media, uh -huh. más o menos, hemos vuelto sí. del paseo. Chato ha desayunado sí. y yo he desayunado también. Bien. A las diez he tenido una clase uh -huh. en casa. Vale. Ha terminado a las once y ahora estamos grabando un podcast. Muy bien. Okay, so that's basically how the um, how the tense is is used. It's a very valuable tense to have as an early Spanish student. The reason is because when we converse with people, we either talk about what we've done or we talk about what we're going to do. And so, for example, for early conversation, it's excellent. And the question, the question, the question, the most important question that you must have in your mind is this question. ¿Qué has hecho hoy? And the second most important question is ¿Qué has comido hoy? Because those two questions are the questions that you will be asked in Spain by your Spanish friends. <laughs> ¿Qué has hecho hoy? Is that right? <laughs> ¿Qué has comido right, hoy? Yes. Okay. Um, and so they, these are great conversation pieces. So that's just about brings us to the end of this podcast. Thank you very much for listening. It's uh, it's been great fun, and obviously all of the uh, the grammar and the um, the information on this particular tense is in the worksheets. So we'll see you in podcast number two. Adios. Hasta luego.